The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Advocate Healthcare, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome to PNC Studios here at Hallis Hall for another edition of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. Jeff Joniak with you till 8 o'clock tonight. Offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich joins us at the bottom of the hour and the start to the second half of the season. Solid win over the Lions, 20-13 to 13 at Soldier Field, uh, now within a game of 500 and 7 to go. And, and getting back to 500 is the foundation now. Uh, you have to start there. Yeah, that's where we're at right now, and, and it's, uh, you know, for us – any way you look at it, we just want to be able to get a win uh, coming off of losing four in a row. That's hard, and our guys did that. They battled really hard and came out with a win, and now now we're uh, we're at an opportunity here to go 500. Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipfleet CPAs and Consultants. All right, we start off usually with this. What would you see on tape? Well, you see um, overall just a uh, – a bunch of plays where there's some opportunistic stuff, whether it's on offense or defense, they kind of came in bunches. You know, we had a little bit of a slow start again on on offense, and it was a struggle the first you know quarter and a half, and then we were able to pick it up and, and get that touchdown there at the end of the first half and go in at halftime with the lead. Um, our defense was a, was a, was a bend but don't break type deal in the first half, and then offensively to come out in the third quarter, the second half. And go down there and, and get those two two touchdowns was big, and you always like getting touchdowns after sudden change. So we had that interception by Kwiatkowski, great play by him, and then we got real quick to a third and seven, and then the player stepped up and made a, a great 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 play, great throw, great catch, great, great route, and an awesome protection, and we were able to get that lead. If you're in a fortunate enough position to get the two for one before the half, and the, you know. A lot of great teams, that's where they make their money, so to speak. Over the years with the Eagles and, and with Andy at Kansas City, was that always in your mind? When you know you're getting the ball to uh, to start the second half um, and you have the ball to end the first half, one of the things is you want to, at worst case, end the half with the ball and not give the opponent the chance to get the ball back. So to be able to go down there and get that touchdown and not a field goal but a touchdown it was just just really good i think for our mentality going in at halftime because it was such a, a sluggish start to the to the game and then that helped propel us there in the start of third quarter was there any risk of the uh oh here we go again scenario with the slow start well there's always that risk and we've been we've been <laughs> facing that and been challenged with that really the whole year yeah so uh uh i just i think that again you talk about the words resilient you talk about resolve. You talk about guys still caring. I mean, they, in a lot of different ways, they could have just um, really not taken the week seriously and given up, and we don't have that. I think that's a credit to our players. And so you saw that again. Here we are challenged again in the first quarter and a half, but we stuck together, and um, you know it came down to the end. Uh, in evaluating Mitch Trubisky, some of those throws were uh, all the throws that you've been talking about over the course of the year that you know he's capable of doing and, they're all, and the offense weapons are capable of achieving, whether it's how they run their route. Uh, and, and a lot of it came against man coverage, so he's winning against man coverage yesterday. Yeah, we knew that going into it. And when you have that, you're going to have to make throws and they're going to have to be pinpoint accurate with all the throws. Yesterday, um, to me, in, in so many ways, was such a big game for him in the fact that 
really his decision making yesterday was uh, was by far the best of the year. I really love that about him. I thought that forget forget all the throws that he made. There was a lot of good decisions that he made where maybe there's a shot mentality downfield that's not there, and you check it down for a 10, 11, 12 yard gain for a first down, and 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 that was really neat to see. Um, guys were were uh, were really rallying around that feeling that we had on the sideline, and then we were able to get the defense a lead. Honestly, early uh, you could it's fair to say he wasn't getting a lot of help at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, there's a, again, unlike wrestling and golf and tennis and all this stuff that's individual, it's a team sport. And um, unfortunately for the outsiders and for the fans and for everybody that watches, um, you know, there's there's routes involved, there's protection involved, there's 10 other people that make that play work. And so sometimes when a play doesn't work, even though the quarterback gets all the credit for it not working uh, or blame, uh, yesterday was, it was a really, really solid game for Mitch. Well, you know, I, I don't know that we've ever really talked about this part of it. How does he he handle that sort of frustration given his own <laughs> battles this season? Yeah, that think about that. That that's hard. And so when you're when you're getting all the blame and everything's going on you, and f- for for some of that right and others not, um, and then to have some mistakes occur, uh, mistakes always occur. There's always some poor routes or their protection breaks down and and uh, or there's a drop ball or there's a missed throw, or there's a bad play call. That happens a lot. And, and for, for him, he handled it great yesterday. You know, he never got rattled. He stayed very composed, very cool, calm, collected. And that helped us in the end. What's that quote you guys use about complaining? <laughs> no complaining? Uh, yeah, we, we don't like complainers, you know, and complaints kill culture. Yeah, there you go. So no complaining, just uh, fight through it. All right, uh, let's talk about the switch. That seems to be the theme yeah. of this one. Yeah, it's the switch. Yeah, no, you know, to us it was it was simple. It wasn't hard. It was not. It wasn't a big story. We understand it. You know, to everybody else, it can it can become one. And and it, you know, it's somebody that touches the football every play in, in the center. Um, but Co- Cody and James, uh, they they really handled it really well. Um, they're both completely selfless players. We just felt like it gives us a little more experience there. Uh, it balances out the the line a little bit, and both guys they they understood it. They were they were great with it, and I thought for the first game coming back, it really went well for everybody. I think some are trying to say it's a bit of an indictment on James and his potential, either in the future or uh, you know at that position at the center position. But you know there is youth involved here and experience, and a right guard in Rashad Coward, who's as raw as the day is long. So uh, with Cody. I mean, you know what you're getting 100% of the time in terms of understanding protections and, and all that that goes into it. Yeah, and we and first of all, that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, furthest from the truth with uh, with Cody or with uh, James. Sorry, James has done this is this offensive struggle has nothing to do with James Daniels. You know, th- this is he's done a great job. This is just like you said, it's more so of just a balance of experience. And they handled it great. So it, it's uh, we're excited about where James is at, where he's going to be. We're excited about Cody. And then we have a guy that was playing defensive line a couple years ago as our right guard. So every game and every experience that he gets is just going to make him better and better. How was David Montgomery yesterday in the run game? He ran hard. He ran really hard. So I think he had 17 attempts. And, um, you know, the, the long runs weren't there yesterday, but what they were were there were some there were some runs in there where you could see that second, third and fourth effort. And he just doesn't go down on one tackle. Yeah, I, I know there's also, you know, you can create a lot of narratives uh, when you look at, at games and you look at just statistics coming in. But I felt that that defensive front is uh, completely undervalued. I, I don't care what the numbers say when you got to deal with Snacks Harrison and Trey Flowers 
and whatever their issues may be on defense, that's still a prominent front that you got to move. They are. They're they're they were really good last year. They're still good this year. Again, there's sometimes there's reasons for those numbers, but um, in any case, those players are a good front, and it's it was a challenge for our guys. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Snap back, Trubisky looking to throw. Jacks the ball, looking into the end zone for Broniker. Reaches up, and he makes the catch. Touchdown! Touchdown, Bears! Beautiful throw by Trubisky and a great catch with Will Harris, the rookie on his back. Bears have tied it up on an 18-yard strike. Trubisky to Broniker for the touchdown. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Matt Nagy with me, Jeff Joniak, and that uh, touchdown catch for Ben Broniker uh, was a, a, an outstanding throw, outstanding catch, outstanding route. Break it all down for us one more time because uh, you love the journey of Broniker and hanging in there tough, and he had a chance, and he made it made it happen. Yeah, that was a big big point of the game for us to get a spark, and we got man coverage, and he, he just ran a heck of a route. He stuck the top of the route, set the angle for Mitch to be able to kind of see where he's coming out of it, and then Mitch threw it just on time with the perfect – trajectory to be able to get it over top of that defender that was trailing them and then you got to make the catch and then not only that you got to make the catch and stay in bounds and they did all that and the offensive line gave Mitch time yeah he squeezed in at both yeah. ends yeah. of the spectrum yeah. right both tips yeah grabbing that ball but you could see his eyes were on it they were in the, in the slow motion on the tv copy you could see it uh but uh the other aspect of it as you always like to say, it was a nice, curved, clean pocket with green grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you, you have to have that. If you don't have that green grass, you can't make that throw. You can make the throw, but it's probably not as accurate. And to make that work and make that happen, um, those guys executed it. And it's a guy who stepped in. Uh, Adam Shaheen um, was uh, a game day inactive. Uh, where is he at mentally and his approach to things right now? And yeah, you know, he's just, just continuing to try to improve and get better. Um, you know, we do, we have a lot of different players that fit different molds of what we do. And, and so, uh, you know, just looking to uh, have guys just every day just do everything they can to be the best player they can be. Let's talk defense now, and we start with Nick Quickowski. Yeah, yeah, he was. All... He handed out sweep. No, that's tomorrow, right? <laughs> tomorrow, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> There's probably a good candidate there. I'll uh, stick a broom in his locker right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was everywhere. He really was. And you hate to see a guy like Danny Trevathan yeah. go down because he's really the heart and soul of our defense and a, such a leader and just the mentality that he brings not only to game day but to practice and in the meeting room. And he just has that, that, that fire about him that I love. And so now he's out of the game. Well, here comes Quit, And he's able to uh, play the way he, he did. I mean, everywhere, run game, pass game. He just special teams and, and special teams, and so you look at that and you say, "Well, man, how does a guy play?" Because he preps, he preps the right way. He cares. He he's always ready for that call or for you know, hey, you're in the game now, and he's he's proven that. So how do you not just love that? You know, we, we on our Bears game night live show on Fox last night during the highlights of watching him and breaking him down, it just it just occurred to me that as a coach, you're trusting your guys are going to get ready. But that doesn't always mean that's going to happen for whatever reason. But this guy was in the right place and just – it was just perfect, like it was against Minnesota. I can't say perfect because football players mm-hmm. and coaches don't talk about perfection. But just getting mentally ready to play as if you're going to start, it, it almost sounds cliche when you're in a locker room interviewing these guys. But you got to count on it. you got to count on it. You counted on it with Nick and – he delivered. He did. Uh, and as coaches, I mean, our defensive coaching staff was was uh, just 
telling me about how much it means to them that he preps the way he does all week long, you know, and you, you, you don't always get that everywhere from every player, but with him, that's a big, big time appreciation from, from the coaching staff that when somebody does go down the next man up, that's, that's when it works is when they prep and you're, you got to get mental reps because you don't get a lot of reps in practice. And you, you know, the, we as coaches know who those guys are and you count on them. And then these guys now get the, uh, uh, the, they get the success and the recognition for being able to be patient and selfless this whole time. I've known him for all these years, and uh, he's a, a very likable guy, number one, um, quiet for the most part, but he's blue-collar, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Came he, from that background. He is. He, he's he's, he's uh, dirty tough, you know, and then he showed his athleticism yesterday picking that slant off, you know, making a good play. And, um, you know, you saw he had hands last year. Remember, he caught that flat route in Minnesota. So he's an athlete now. All right, let's talk about Nick Williams. Uh, I don't think a lot of folks know who he is, but everybody seems to be surprised and shocked that he's got six sacks to lead the team right now. Yeah, it's another great story. Uh, somebody that, again, has, has been a, a backup in this league but has persevered and who's just continued to just battle each and every day. And when given an opportunity, he shines. And uh, it just it speaks volumes to Jay Rogers, our defensive line coach, and Mark DeLeon, our linebackers coach, with these guys of of making sure that – uh, these guys are, are mentally prepared. And so here here comes an injury with Akeem Hicks, and now Nick Williams steps up, plays hard. He's a big man. He's athletic. He can move, and you saw him doing that yesterday. What do you remember about him from Kansas City, just observing him? Just a, a really, really good person that that uh, took the game very seriously. Every practice mattered. When he got his reps, it mattered. And now it's a reflection of what you're seeing on game days. He's just doing it now against the ones. Um, Ryan Null activated and boom right away made an impact on teams yeah it's another another really good story of somebody again these are these are players that we're able to either have a former history with or we're we're bringing them in ourselves and letting them kind of grow and become the players that they become and you know you get a you get the notice late in the week of, of this opportunity and i can't tell you how happy he was he's worked hard for it and and uh you know you saw it yesterday he made the most of it now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Trio to the right, snap is back. Trubisky, clean pocket, going to zip the ball down into the end zone for Gabriel. Right side of the end zone, beat the coverage for six. Bears extend the lead to 19-6 over the Lions. Nice whip throw by Trubisky to Gabriel. And three passing touchdowns on successive drives for Mitch Trubisky. You can help deserving families by donating a gently used winter coat to the Chicago Bears Jewel Osco Coat Drive at the participating Jewel Osco locations now through February 28th. Donations benefit the Salvation Army. Back here on the Bears Coaches Show already feels like February (laughs) with the snow this morning. It does. Yeah, Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, (laughs) But that's Chicago, right, in November. Uh, The the touchdown we just heard, uh, Taylor Gabriel, again, a perfectly thrown ball, great whip on it. And running away from a defender, uh, break that one down for the touchdown. Now four touchdowns this year for for Taylor. Right. So we got third and seven. We just had uh, you know two plays that went for three yards. So I thought that was a key moment in the game where uh, after a, you know a sudden change, you want to be able to strike and, and get a touchdown. And and so to be able to do that was big. Uh, TG ran that route in practice, and it was one of the best routes. It was a little different the way it looked, but one of the best routes I've I've seen so far this year. And so. I think when you see that in practice, 
and you feel that, you kind of know that this might be a good play as a coach, as a play caller, but also as players, you feel it. And we got man coverage like we were hoping, and he, he beat his guy up. And then Mitch made a just a, a perfect throw on the spot, um, which is not an easy throw, and he had great protection. Now that you mention it, could you dare to guess a percentage of how many plays that you knew were going to work because of how they were done in practice, and if you get the right matchup, that that's happened this year? Yeah, there's there's um, there's there's more than probably most people would think. Um, you know, the other one too was was um, Tariq Cohen's touchdown yesterday. Again, just a lot of details that go into it. Just looks like a simple flare route that you throw to the back, and he just okay, well, anyone could. But to the credit of the players, they executed it just to perfection. And when you get the ball in 29's hand, 29's hands, he makes good things happen, and that's what they did. He also. Uh... You know, he, he did an interview with our sideline reporter, Mark Grody, before the game, before the, you know, last week, and he said, you know, I like running between the tackles. I want to get north and south. So we have this idea that he only wants to try to make a home run every time and go hard. But he seemed to be more dedicated to that yesterday. Mm-hmm. What, what would you – how would you – No, I agree. Yeah. I think that's one of the benefits of who he is as a player is that he's not just a, a guy that is a scat back that can go outside. And Now, the other thing that, that's, that's – uh, goes unnoticed and shouldn't is teams are very, very aware of who he is and where he's at in the field. And you go back and you watch that tape and you watch how many times we had two people on him. What that does is open others. And so because he might not have the numbers, there's hidden numbers in there and he, he needs to be a part of this other stuff. I would say that's been buried with all due respect to what you think is the, the, I, the fourth and one call to me, is the is the game changer? Mm-hmm. I, I believe that was an absolute necessity given the scenario. Really revealed a lot of benefits. Uh, how do you look at it now, twenty four hours later? I felt like at that point in time that um, you know we were we were struggling, and and it was it was before you look up at the at the clock and there's three four or five minutes left in the second quarter, and it's fourth and one. You know, we we uh, I know we're we're pretty backed up. I mean, but yeah. we're at could a could have point. gone to nine nothing, thirteen nothing, right. or whatever. But right, but I just, we we're at a point where yeah. it it was good for us, and I knew our I really felt good. Our coaches felt good about being able to execute that play, and that's what they did. And so it, it gave it gave our guys a little bit of juice, and um, I'm 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 proud of them. Did Kyle Fuller have a right to be ticked off yesterday? Um, n- no, I th- I think that uh, all of our guys, it's an emotional game. And there's, it was a close, it was a very close call. And it's hard because it's so fast. And when a quarterback gives himself up late, late. that's the part that is hard for these defenders. And you got to be real clear with that. I, I think it was the, the, the biggest issue was for the hitting the helmet. Yeah. And, and it's so close in that moment. So you can understand both sides. So Club Dub mm-hmm. opened up. <laughs> now, Prince of Mukamara had an interesting reaction to it. And he says it's not. I'm paraphrasing, basically saying people can have an opinion about it or poke fun at it all they want. But the fact is, losing four straight games impacted us. It impacted and un- it underscored just how hard it is to win one game. You know us, Jeff. I mean, we're, we're, that's who we are. And um, this, the moment you start changing that because you're concerned about how you won, you got issues. And, and we, we, that's not where we're at. And we understand um, that it's hard to win in this league. And I'm proud of every one of our guys for fighting through. There's a lot of parity, and you saw it yesterday with the scores of the games in yesterday's games. So um, we want every win that we can get. Well, we don't care how it comes. Let's get to win. And when we get it, we're going to celebrate. All right, quick look at the Rams before we get you out of here. 
Well, this is a team <laughs> right now that's you know they're they're five and four, and they they had a uh, uh, you know a, a defensive battle yesterday with Pittsburgh, and um, you know it, it's just uh, they're. <laughs> This is a team that's coming out of the Super Bowl, and they have their own deals and stuff that they're dealing with. But um, it's a it's going to be a heck of a game, big challenge for us. I have a lot of respect for Sean McVay. I have a lot of respect for a lot of the players on their team, and uh, we got to just make sure that we control what we control, and that's prepping all week long. Biggest task of the week is figuring out how to stop Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah, honestly, he's, he's no, he's a he's a game changer, yeah. and he's one of those guys you got to make sure you know where he's at on every single play. All right, good luck with your preparation. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bats Bears head coach Matt Nagy coming up next. Mark Helfrich. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. And this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Athletico Physical Therapy, and the Village of Bedford Park. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. First and goal nine-yard line. Trubisky under center with Cohen in the backfield. Trubisky on the take, flips it on to the left flat with a lot of room to run to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, and in the end zone! Touchdown! Touchdown, Cohen! Touchdown, Bears! Nine yards on the swing, and the Bears lead it 13-6. This segment of Bears Coaches Show brought to you by CDW. People to get it. Learn more at CDW.com. Jeff Joniak and Mark Helfrich, Bears offensive coordinator, as we enjoyed the Tariq Cohen touchdown coming out of the break there. Uh, it uh, and, and Matt broke it down a little bit before you did, but... Uh, let's get your eyes on it because it takes more than just uh, the ease of what it looked like there. <laughs> yeah, actually, the guys did a great job. It was probably the one look uh, that we didn't plan for. Um, oh. they, they play that that coverage a, a bunch of different ways, and the combination of the front and the coverage they played very rarely. And so uh, the guys kind of made a little little side adjust on the run. And, yeah, three cone touchdowns are always good. Yeah. How, how often does that have to happen that if you're, you're not getting the look, you got the play call, but these little adjustments that can still make it work, and in terms of how many times that's been successful this year or mm-hmm. not, is, is is it trending up? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, a, a one game trend will take and build on it. You know, take that confidence from it, and I think at at that moment, uh, in those types of situations, you just tell guys to just trust. You know, trust their training, trust whatever they've been told from day one. Versus, hey, this this look or or this call, uh, or, you know, or just. Trust your technique. Trust your training of of uh, what they've uh, what they've been working on for many many years. I'm sure he loves the pitch too, because if he can turn the corner with not a lot of bodies in front of him, he can trust his quickness and uh, elusiveness to get in the end zone or make a big play. Definitely, definitely. We've you know obviously been searching for for ways to get him the ball in space, uh, and and that was a, a great example of of you know it, it it showing up in a big way. Did you feel he was more vertical yesterday, even with his touches? Yeah, we we had. Uh, I thought he made a great cut uh, on an, on kind of a mid zone, outside zone type of run, and we didn't lock up the backside. You know, there were a couple times we had probably four runs that that it was like four inches from being a home run, and mm-hmm. and whether it was a you know the front side guard, the center, the backside guard, uh, combination of 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 the back and them uh, just working in 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 sync. Uh, a lot of a lot of near misses. You know, there's this old adage that uh, offensive play callers and designers think every play sh- is designed to be a touchdown. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> well, in theory, yes, but no. I mean, there's there's got to be some body blow mentality, and and uh, you're you're always fighting through that. You know, but but it is true. I mean, every play could be a big chunk play if everything's perfect. That is including fact. what you're that getting from yeah. the other guys. Um, and he wants to run run more between the tackles. He said it. He said it last week. Uh, 
and we often don't think of him as mm-hmm. that type of back, mm-hmm. but he is capable of doing it. He is, and he just he did a, again a good job of, of of making a vertical cut, and it should have been a a much bigger play. I think we I can't even remember what four or five yard or four or five yard gain, and and we just missed on on the backside of it uh, potential for a much bigger play. There were a, a few stuffs yesterday in the run game, uh, which doesn't surprise me against that front, especially with Snacks Harrison uh, in charge there, but. Last year, the negative run totals were, were the most in the league. Now it's it's not like that at all. What's been the difference in that regard in terms of negative runs? Uh, I, th- I think it's a combination of things. You know, th- those guys up front uh, have have you know committed to to being being whatever the right word is better. Uh, just in terms of negative plays, usually come from either a lack of technique, lack of communi- you know communication. Uh, you're just on different pages, and, and somebody gets cut loose, or they pressure into it and, and you don't, you know, throw maybe an, an RPO or some sort of adjustment that way. And so I think that that combination of factors and uh, is is probably the, the biggest difference. What, what about the offensive line return to Cody at center? How did it impact you and just getting these guys ready for it? And what did you think of the results? Um, well, the results are a win, so right, that has to be it, right? That, yes. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, but, that is true. Yeah, no, that's part of that's it. True. You never know what that is for the security blanket factor at, at quarterback, and 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 you know all the things that go into that. Uh, you know, all those guys are just still still young. You know, our inner core of of Rashad, and it is Rashad, by the way. I know. How about that? I, I did talk to him. Yeah, we. we I talked. Talk, uh, I know. I, yeah. I did. There, yeah, there's a well, feature the coming out of the kid, right. uh, and it is Rashad. Yeah. Yep. So right. we will we will head in that direction exactly. from this day yeah. forward. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Back on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall with the Bears offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Uh, any are you kidding me throws yesterday that uh, caught your eye from Mitch? Are you kidding me throw? Um, I mean, no. I say no, that positively. Right. right I yeah. just realized I, right. I could. No, it's, I'm like yeah. one of those where you are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the back th- foot throw, right? Yeah. The back foot throw, you know, that was one of those ones where it was a great throw. Could have probably stepped up and, and protected himself a little bit more. But, uh, you know, we were joking about that during the game. Hey, if he needs to take a shot to throw that type of throw, we'll, we'll take it. Um, but his his feet were better. He was on to number one better. And I thought more than anything overcame an early bad throw. You know, the the first third down of the game was not, you know, not an ideal throw. We had good good protection, a good route. We were in good, you know, good shape there, and, and he didn't make it, but he bounced back. And, and you know, then he had another, another situation where we had a drop, and he, and, he, and he kept coming. And so that, that, that in itself is, is, is a positive sign. How do they handle Because these guys, and I don't know how I, I haven't had a chance to, to break it all down yet, but uh, against the Raiders they showed a lot of man, which is they do primarily, but then they, at the snap they're in zone. How did the receivers adjust to that? How often did they do that yesterday, mm-hmm. in your opinion? And how did Mitch handle it? Yeah, they popped a few more um, kind of just make us prove it type of coverages of of playing more more zone, more drop eight, which is a, a big deal. You know, big deal of theirs is it, it usually drop eight with man coverage on the back end. There was just a, a few more snaps of of of. Uh, uh, drop eight with zone, uh, both to to try to eliminate our free release guys with Tariq, and you could see him kind of holding guys as they left the backfield, and that's that's all part of their their deal. But for the most part, we reacted well. There were a couple times where we would have wanted to get the ball out uh, faster, or or just you know pull it down and run. 
And owning the middle of the field, which I've personally always felt that Mitch has great vision uh, between the hash marks or just outside the hash marks between the numbers with Allen Robinson. They got something going. Man. Yeah, they, they did, you know, did a, a great job there, you know, right before half of taking advantage of a couple plays over the middle. Uh, and as the game progressed, that was something that they really started to try to take away. You know, you'll see four or five guys dropping out. Uh, within bet- between the hashes or between the numbers for sure, uh, and trying to take some of that away. How do you, as a coach, even handle the slow starts and just you know you ran 15 plays, you got 23 yards, and it's like a, oh no, here we go again. And it has been a common issue for the, for the part of this season, um, and how you look at the guys and see how they're responding in those mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, again, I think it just comes back to, to ownership. You know, owning why things happened. And sometimes, sometimes you get lucky in a good way. Sometimes you get unlucky in a bad way. And if it's whatever, a missed throw, a drop pass, a ba- you know, a poor design by us, whatever it may be, you, you, you recognize that right then and there, and, and you move on. You can't that, possibly be working any harder to figure out <laughs> how to get it going. Uh, you know, no, no, no. And and our guys, our guy, you know, again, there's there's frustration and it's good frustration. You know, it's not blaming finger pointing frustration. It's how can we get this right? Would you, you know, say and it's that's been a, the biggest challenge of the first year and a half as a staff? The slow, uh, the slow start. Yeah, I mean that's probably more been this this year. That's than, what I'm than, saying. Than though. last yeah. year, sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's that's something that that you know uh, I was just watching. Who was I watching? Tampa Bay against uh, uh, the Rams, and and you know they had a, a quick touchdown, and then they must have had a pick six or a kick return or something because it was bang bang fourteen nothing, and and that's the exact opposite kind of how we've been operating. Uh, you didn't have the opportunity. Uh, we already did hear from Matt on it, but I, I always like hearing what you have to say and breaking down the, the big the big plays. So let's talk about the Broniker touchdown. Yeah, just a great kind of a culmination of everything. Protection, route running, throw, catch. Uh, he did a great job at the top of the route, just technically uh, kind of sticking and, and creating a great angle for, for Mitch. And then just a great, you know, great spot with the throw. And then to come down with it and finish the play uh, was a big deal. We had that in mind to get that against a linebacker. And, and they ended up playing a, 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 you know, more of a nickel safety, dime yeah. safety on it. And so he made a great play. And the Taylor Gabriel touchdown. Yeah, you know, again, just a great route, a culmination of all those same things. Protection, uh, timing. Uh, the They kind of brought a similar game that they brought, brought earlier up front that we protected better this time, and, and Mitch let let that one go early, which is, is good. Matt also mentioned the angle on that. So enlighten us on that. Why that aspect of those routes, the angle, why is that of importance in the type of angle? Because usually you're throwing that ball early, you know, and so if your foot sticks and, you, and, the, and the receiver starts to, to burst wherever at whatever, a five-yard out or a ten-yard out or a corner route, you, you know, you have to define those angles obviously beforehand. Some of that is going to change if, with with relationship to the where the, you know, where the defender is on the receiver but it, that ball has to be out you know on time and in rhythm and everybody has to know where it's going to land. But he has to land. see the angle before you trust the angle. Has to trust the angle in that type of you know situation because you're running it on air so you know you're going to you're going to have rules for, hey, we're going to the front pylon, we're going to the back pylon, um, depending on where you are in the field of play. And they say it's not a complicated game. <laughs> it's a complicated game. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. 
News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. Final moments here with Bears offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich on the Bears coaches show. Um, a couple of other uh, items from yesterday's game. Let's talk David Montgomery because, uh, again, he, he earned the respect of the home crowd because of some of those late uh, runs just – I mean, this is who he is. Tough, He's not man. going down. Tough. Yep. And and guys continue to to be surprised by when he breaks tackles, and that's something that we just keep hammering home. Is is the the dude's going to break tackles? Finish you know finish your block. Who's surprised? Well, Do yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, and you could just see you know see guys on the backside just start to let up, and then oh. Uh oh, yeah. I'm too you know too late to to to, to finish my deal. But uh, yeah, he's doing a nice job. He's not a bulldozer. I mean, this is a no. He's just tough. tough. Yeah, he's just got that that kind flat of, out tough. Yep, yep, absolutely. Interesting. Um, in terms of Broniker in a larger role, uh, obviously the touchdown is huge for him, first one ever. But in terms of his route running. Is he more accomplished than maybe we think? He is. Yeah, he he is a, a very good route runner, and and he's just he's you know his primary asset probably uh, of everything is just speed. You know, and then his ability to change direction uh, has helped him out on on special teams and, and has been a, a big contributor there. Uh, and, but yeah, he's done a he's done a nice job when we've asked him to. Uh, uh, as a route runner, and you you must have a special place in your heart for guys like Ryan. No, I mean he could have <laughs> easily gone somewhere else. No question, wanted to yep. be here because he said there's there's no place like this. That when he he knew he was going to get put on practice squad, uh, and then gets the chance, and it looked like all these months and, and years of bottled up yep. aggression, unleashed, just yep. unleashed on special teams. It was awesome. He was he was hilarious during pregame. He was like, you know, what do I, you know, kind of what do I do? Almost, you know, of a couple things. Do I do I do I step in here? And you know, it was it was we had a couple funny moments, but that was one thing I told him. Just proud of his, you know, proud of his persistence and his effort, and couldn't wait to watch him play. And from the first kick, it was it was evident he was. Yeah, He's sometimes be a part of it. Guys like this, they never then they don't go back to yep. the practice squad, you know, because yep. of yep. that, that kind right. of effort. And we know he can run the ball. Yep. We know he can run the ball if that ever becomes an opportunity for him. All right, uh, we can talk about the Rams all we want, but we got to start with Aaron Donald <laughs> and how to keep that guy from wrecking your offense. Yeah, he's uh, the nightmares have begun already. Just of, of, of watching watching tape, and uh, you know they just they they're putting him in a lot more. Uh, spots from a, a front standpoint and, and positionally moving around quite a bit uh, and then the, the the parts you know whether it's Fowler or the rest of the guys they're, they're just playing at a, a very very high level um, you know had a tough team loss the other day but played you know elite defense it's old but it's historical and I personally have never been there so I can't wait to call a game from Memorial Coliseum you obviously played uh, with your Oregon teams there uh, often so what's it like there that's a good way. It's yeah. It's I mean historic, legendary. They've I haven't been there since they've done the the, the updates, uh, but a, you know a place with a, a ton of history and have mostly a lot of a lot of good memories. By 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 and large, a lot of good memories. Yeah. Did you ever lose there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. A couple but times. Good a couple times. I thought a you were going to say you ran the table there. <laughs> <laughs> As we wrap up with offense coordinator Coach Elvich, Gibson's Restaurant Group wants to thank you for joining us. Thank you again Gibson's. on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. Here's a gift card to enjoy a meal at any of their Chicago loan locations. And that's going to wrap us up for tonight's show. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy, offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich, and our producers Dan Barilli, Keith Johnson, Andy Gersher, and Jordan Treadup. I'm Jeff Joniak. We'll be calling the game from 4 o'clock pregame to a 722 kickoff in L.A. against the Rams on Sunday. Hope you'll join us then. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Good night, everybody. 
WBBM and HD Chicago, WCFS-FM and HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago.